came to podcast for all mankind. I'm Jason Snell, here joined by Dan Morin to recap another episode of For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jason. Is it too much of a spoiler to say that I really thought there was going to be... There's not exactly a vending machine moment in this episode, but there is a moment with snacks. Yeah, yeah. This is season uh, three, episode seven. Bring it down. One of the things you could bring down would be snacks from the NASA vending machine, but no. Instead, it seems, much much to my dismay... That what NASA, because the vending machine is no longer needed as a plot point, they just give the astronauts free snacks now. It's a NASA snack basket. Yeah, well, that, that's a little disappointing. Disappointing. They should probably have a vending machine for that. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I have the vending machine in my notes several times. Where like mm-hmm. there are all these long hallway shots, and corridors. Like, yep, so many corridors. Where's the vending machine? It's not like they don't even listen to our show. Uh, where is the vending machine they're snacks they should be vended they should be vent they need to be vended i have my two casting notes this week Uh, Uh a thing that i realized a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this was i was looking at sergey and thinking i know this guy from somewhere else and i discovered he is he was one of the tracksuit mafia guys in hawkeye which is total whiplash because very different character wow He's like the one who's asking Kate about like help for help with his girlfriend and stuff. Oh. <laughs> like a very comedic character, very different from Sergey. And then um, the actress who plays Sunny, Jimmy's sort of crush slash yeah. troublemaking pal, mm-hmm. uh, is Taylor Dearden, who is the daughter of Brian Cranston. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, which I did I did not know, but I was like looking up like again. She looks a little familiar. I don't know why. Yep, because she's Brian Cranston's daughter. There you go. There's my casting notes. For All right. Um, lots of things happen in this episode. And as was prophesied last week, uh, this is one of those episodes that ends with a bang. <laughs> mm. uh, like three episodes big ago. Big oh, bang. Yes, 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 yes. So um, let's see. What do we have? Sergey, speaking of Sergey, you mentioned it. Sergey is uh, not going over to work at Helios because he was really only there to please Margo and they don't need to please Margo anymore because they got their, the Soviets had their deal with Helios. So Sergei is going get, to get sent back uh, and probably never see her again because he's probably going to get like put back in the gulag or just die. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that makes Margo cry into a cushion. Um, so everything, this is an episode where everything goes bad for Margo. Everything yeah. goes bad for Margo. Um, but that's and yet there's still Sergei more moment. bad shoes to drop for Margo in the future. Yeah, but like, this is the so I mean, let's talk about Margo. We Mar, it was light on Margo last time that she yes. looked at a record player and saw a formula and all that. But this time, um, we we also get Alita, um, who is still trying to figure out who did this. Uh, we get another little bit of information about our time jump, which is interesting because she's separated from her husband yeah. now yep. and taking care of her dad or having nurses taking care of her dad. And he's increasing. He has his good days, but, you know, that's not great. That's that was what she how she describes it. He's, he has his good days. So mostly not. And four nurses and, and they, they keep going through nurses. Her husband and kid are there, but they're going to the Astros game, so they can't come over. It's it's very painful. But she's asking him for advice about this thing that she's trying to figure out, which is who leaked this. And he gives her the little nugget, which is maybe it's not someone who works for you. Like, stop looking down, because it doesn't make any sense. Look up. And we're, we know that it's Marco, so we're like, oh, here we go. And... That leads us to the scene later in the episode where she comes in and basically says, I figured it out. 
your Emma, your secretary, is the one who's <laughs> responsible for all this. And Margot is simultaneously, I think, relieved that she hasn't figured it out, terrified that she's about to figure it out, and horrified that her innocent secretary is being accused of treason. Um and so she says, oh, you know, she she's in debt. It's like her sister right. has cancer. Yeah. She's playing you, for the you, treatments. Uh, you ran her credit report. <laughs> you know, like, and yeah, again, I mean, in in a in a an argument that is a it's 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 a fraud, but it's a good argument. It's yeah. I told you to leave this alone. Maybe you need to take a break, right? But she's like, there we're on Mars. This is not your job. And she's yeah. like, oh, you know, I, I don't need to take a ba- break. And she's like, you got to stop this. She's and it's it's right. It's reasonable what Margot's saying. But at the same time, Margot has been saying this all along. And it gets to that moment where she's in the like the lobby the lobby. And there's the picture, the picture of Ellen and Margot. And she looks at the picture of Margot. And I think it's a really nice moment because what I take away from that is that without the like zooming in on her and having her go, oh, <gasps> right. It's the moment where yeah. she's like. It's Margot. Wait a second. It's Mar- Margot answers all these questions. It's Margot, right? And it's like your your mentor is actually the one who's doing this. It's not her. It's not her secretary. It's Margot, and like that's where we leave it. But like Margot is now teetering on the edge, right? Now Alita knows what's going on. She's figured it out, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad for Margot. It's re- be, re- real bad. Be great. Yeah, I mean, now Sergey is gone. Yep. I assume they're not going to stage an amazing rescue of him. Uh, she is blowing in the wind uh, with basically nobody left to blame except herself at this point, right? Like she has kind of dug herself in all the way into this hole. So I think in these last couple episodes we got after this, it seems like she's going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, I think that's going to be one of the one of the stories for sure. I think that this is going to be a long, hard fall for uh, for her, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, Larry's story, Larry and Larry. Ellen got a lot of that. Uh, Larry get is at a at a uh, kind of like closed congressional hearing, just like in a room in a conference room. Not sure that's where they do those, but okay. Um. And he gets a good because like they're talking about like, oh, you worked for the contractors and then NASA gave money to them. And are you double dealing and all that, which is, I guess, you know, a, a reasonable thing to ask. But, you know, yes, he was a he worked in the space industry and now he's in the White House. So but then he the guy changes it up and says, uh, oh, yeah, um, uh, are you having an affair with somebody in the who, with an aide in the Oval Office? And and he's like, uh, what? Uh, no, no, no. Right. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he right. goes ba- and he goes back and 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 he's like, D- "Who did you tell?" He's like, "Oh, I didn't tell anybody." Oh, right, I told this guy. And he's like, "Well, I, you told, need- I only told one guy, yeah, just one guy." And so he yeah. says, "You need you basically you need to lie to your friend. You need to basically oh, say the, I made the, that up, right?" That sorry, this the line where he's just like check into rehab if you have to. Is yeah, the moment right. Where you're like Larry's like, "Ooh, Larry is not kidding around on this one, <laughs> right?" And the guy's like, "Oh, are are we over?" He's like, "This is not the point, dummy." Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, this is not going well for Larry. Uh, that scene, by the way, uh, the congressman who interrogates him, Patrick Leberto, Leberto, I don't know how to pronounce the last name. He was a one of the regulars on JAG, which was like, ah. I looked at his face. He's got that boyish face, and I was like, "Who is that guy?" Oh yeah, that's that guy from JAG. Yeah. Who's like the sidekick? 
Um, anyways, yes, uh, we have a. There's a couple good politics moments here. I did not realize until later the uh, they have a Republican. Op, you know the operatives. They want to dig up dirt on yes. the the guy. And I did not realize, Jason, until I saw the credits, that that is supposed to be Carl Rove. <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, they me- they mentioned Lee Adwater, who was the guy who recruited yes. Ellen, and he who's, died, who's died in uh, in both timelines. He died yeah. of, I think, brain cancer. Um, they there is um, we get it before Carl Rove comes on the scene. We get the scene with Larry and Ellen where um. You know, she's just furious with him because this jeopardizes her whole administration. And of course, that they're closeted and all of these things that are going on. And she's like, Why'd you do it? And it's like, He likes me. And she's like, God, you know, like, oh, <laughs> you know. And, and, and he brings and up then, the fact that we had to make sacrifices, including Pam. And Ellen's yeah. like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. My, my, the love of my life, Pam, you bring her up yeah, now. This is that, uh, this is that original sin that I mentioned last season, which yeah. is that Pam, he, he, puts it out there for Pam and Pam discloses that she's going to basically lie to Ellen and leave uh, right. for Ellen's sake. And it's that moment where Pam and Larry are basically conspiring to hide this from Ellen. And it comes out here because he says, look, all of us sacrificed you and I sacrificed and Pam sacrificed and blah, blah, blah. She's like, what are you, what are you talking about Pam? And here's where it comes out, which is, uh, yeah, Pam, she's like, no, Pam just went back to her, her, uh, girlfriend. Right. And, and, and Larry's like, no, not really. Pam left because she knew that she was, that you, you wouldn't be able to do this if she was around. And, and Ellen is furious because of course she's like the president of the United States. But at the same time, obviously Pam is essentially the love of her life and, uh, she doesn't get Which- to be with her. Which, of course, leads to an amazing scene towards the end of the episode yeah. where the, if yeah. you are happen to be, think to yourself, maybe you maybe you briefly dated the president at one point when you were young and, yeah. and foolish and in love. And then one night you're sitting there in your house and there's a knock on the door and it's the freaking president, it's the president at your door. Well, so, um, yeah, yeah. So I have some I have some questions about that scene. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, we, we previously, we got the scene with Carl Rove and they're going to counterattack and they're going to, they're going to dig up dirt on that guy, dig up dirt. Um, they're going to crack this and get to you, but we'll, we, and we, he says, we'd do that too. (laughs) That's exactly what we do. They're going to do to you, but we will, we will counterattack. And she's just sad, miserable. And she, she basically, uh, tells the driver of her motorcade, uh, take me to the, to the air force base and I'm going to take the air force one. And I'm, I, you know, you're president of the United States. You could do what you want. It's not planned. Uh, say I'm sick. Call me in sick to the thing I'm going to go speak at and get me on the plane. And then she obviously goes to wherever Pam is and the motorcade, presidential motorcade pulls up. Now, here's my thing. Um, it's a great little moment. We get to see Pam again. Uh, what's going to happen? Uh, the president showed up at your house. I did think, though probably somebody from the secret service would, would have gotten there first and not, and like done a little brief sweep and knocked on the door and said, the president's going to come in five minutes, but that doesn't happen here. It's like surprise visit from the president, just her walking in, nobody else doing anything. Secret service are on the other side of the fence. Like, I think it's a funny thing where unless there are very, very secret service people who swept it secretly while Pam didn't know. No, Pam's more really surprised. A thing secret service does. Yeah, P- Pam's more surprised than I would think. But it's fine because it's like emotionally it's great. It's just I had that moment yeah, of like. Light. Dramatic I don't think, license. Yeah, 
I don't think the president is going to show up unannounced anywhere, literally anywhere. I think it's interesting, too, to consider it from the perspective also of our modern era, wherein it would be very hard for the president to do this without either being, you know, there's social media, there's journalists, journalists everywhere, yeah. people with oh, cameras. People would be like, like Air Force One spotted at, at, at yeah, Hobby exactly. Airport or something. Like, what is going Houston, on? Or the motorcade just blew through, you know, this yeah. town, right? Like, and, and... Yeah, there are kids on TikTok I, saying, hey, the, the president's on, uh, the president's, on I mean, the I don't know, next door, Apple, yeah. <laughs> Apple Newton TikTok, I guess, in this timeline. The president's but, motorcade uh, is across the street from my house h- right now. Hard not to believe that somebody's not going to get a hold of this story in some fashion and that mm-hmm. it may come out or it may they may have to shut it down and give something well, away that's that's my question about where this season is going that i think is really interesting is is this season going to the president of the united states coming out maybe mm-hmm. maybe if not you know i don't know i don't know what the end game is of ellen's story maybe she loses the election and uh and next season we see her she as wants to go to Mars. A happy old lady. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's maybe the, she's like the lady you know astronaut what? of Mars. Hey, hey, we have we've learned that people can go to Mars if they want to be able to, you know, be who they really yeah. are. I think this so maybe she decides new frontier. I think this sets an unfortunate precedent precedent to say and president to say uh, if you want to come out, you have to go to Mars to do it. Mars. I think that's yeah, probably a little, a little far. It's a little rough. A little far. A little rough. Um, but but anyway, so the Ellen storyline is ratcheting up. Whatever is going yep. on. With Ellen and Larry, it is uh, it's ratcheting up. Hey, let's talk about Jimmy. Oh, it's Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy's back. Jimmy, the other son of the uh, of of the. Uh, oh, I can never remember the Gor- the it's Gor- Gordon, the Gordo, Gordo and Tracy, Tracy. Ste- the Stevens, Stevens, Stevens. Um, so it's Jimmy, the other one, the moon moon faced little brother. Uh, they're at Danny's house in the pool. It's him and the conspiracy theory people. Um, and uh, Danny's wife asks him something, and he doesn't know. And it's like, but that, that he's hanging out with the conspiracy people, including the girl that he's sweet on. That it feels to me is very clearly they are just manipulating him yep. 100%. to get to get what what they want out of him, which is to further their their uh their conspiracy theories yeah exactly so they they go to they go to nasa they go to johnson space center jimmy and the girl sunny uh there's a a hilarious scene where they're standing out in front of the statue of his parents and they're like i can't believe they would go this far to like make this lie up you know like make a statue to cover up what happened and i'm sitting there going like gee you are you are (laughs) you are bananas lady sorry yeah yeah, well, it's 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 great because they're like completely off their off their rockers about this. Um, they, they wanted to fill halls. I my notes just say Jimmy, where is the vending Where's machine? The vending machine, come on. My notes say, come on, Jimmy, take her to the vending machine. <laughs> they instead go to the astronaut office where there are snacks in a drawer. Okay. there are banana twins Jason, in a basket. I have to make this point, which is okay. if I were a security person at NASA. Basically, my move would be anytime somebody knocks something over, like a drink. Yeah, I would be all over that, Spies. right? Like you know, twice in two episodes. So what, it's a, that was a little much. What I like about this, yeah, it's the same trick twice. What I like about this is Jimmy, because of who he is, basically can go anywhere. 
because everybody yeah. feels terrible. The receptionist he was a kid. knows him. Yeah, he was exactly. yeah, he was a little kid and 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 now he's older, but his parents died and they're heroes, and like the kid was running around this this place when he was little. And so Jimmy, like, your family, you'll always be welcome here. And so he takes Sonny, and they're very much like, Oh, well, he's impressing a girl. Okay, you know, we get it. And and he has that conversation with the with the the guy who was Rossi. up there yeah the commander of the jamestown yeah yeah and so so there's there's like sadness and guilt about the parents death that that go into treating him well um you know sunny gets to enjoy banana twins a snack that should be put in a vending machine Mm, yeah um and and uh the the commander from jamestown puts up the shows him the uh the display of like the women astronauts and tells a story about tracy where he says you know she was struggling but um but she also really found herself when she was up there. It was she struggled at first, but then she really found herself, and uh, and it's a nice little moment and and like a little remembrance of Tracy's story. Uh, and then yeah, he turns I, around and the, and Sunny is gone. <laughs> yeah, and I love this bit too because it's the moment where like you, Jimmy is unsure of all this, right? He, he is, is kind of seems like he's wavering. There's a moment where he could steal a badge when Sunny knocks something over, and he decides not to. And then he's talking with Rossi and looking at the board. And there's a great moment where he, where Rossi's like, you know, except those cigarettes that she was always smoking in the yeah. airlock. And and she's like, oh, I, I'm the one who sent those up. You know? Yeah. You know, and I love that. Yeah. And you feel like he's coming around like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And then Sonny disappears. And you're like, oh, no, she's causing trouble. What's she up to? And, uh, of course... I think, you know, that's the moment where we realize that Jimmy, unfortunately, has not really come around and has stolen Rossi's bag. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a real disappointing moment. Come on, Jimmy. Yeah. I expected better from you. But then then he calls Sonny and and says, I think we should leave the badge back there. I, 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 I have yeah. my regrets, but it's too late. Charles picks up one of the other yahoos who was part of this group they said come outside look what we did we stole that statue yeehaw (laughs) these people are morons these people are morons (laughs) no one will know where we got it yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do put it in your lawn like the the way you solve your conspiracy theory is by pranking nasa what i mean i really thought it was gonna go go a lot worse like i don't know were they gonna like blow something up or yeah that's what i thought too I, is that they yeah, might actually do some sort they of seem to terrorism be... they're they're morons no they're idiots yeah, yeah so they're, we'll they're see so... we'll see if that has some repercussions somehow but uh, i mean danny's <laughs> I yeah it, it seems like jimmy is like maybe come around by the end of that is like oh, i gotta figure out where i'm gonna put this and the answer is nowhere no nope. it's a gigantic it's, metal statue you can put it no one and it was stolen so this is it. Yeah. Uh, I just like the, the yeah. cops. Next week, the cops are going to be there. It's like, yeah, you think that Jimmy Stevens kid did this again? Yep. Let's go check out his house. <laughs> no, he should blame his brother. Isn't he on oh, Mars? Right. No, he, he's behind no, us. I swear. He's, I saw He's him. an astronaut, and so he gets out of crimes, right? Yeah. That's what we learned that's, earlier in the season. That's what we learned. So, speaking Ooh, of Danny. Mars. Speaking of Danny. Danny's taking lots of pills. Self-medication. And they're going to be drilling for water on Mars. It's real quiet at NASA, by the way, because they got mm-hmm. nothing to do, and there's mm-hmm. nobody there because the Soviets have left to go to uh, work with Phoenix on drilling at their drill site to find water. So uh, we have uh, the, just this very limited group of astronauts, including Danny, who is taking Oxy and also taking uh, Speed, and he's basically like, ooh, he just sort of like loses it he's, and focuses on things, and he's he's totally, totally out of it. Um, um, 
so out of it that that you know um that Danny's wife is like uh he's being weird. Yeah. Uh it, it's what's going on with Danny. So uh our friend the computer nerd is down there uh and he's got the uh battery operated dog. Little yippy dog. Cute little dog. Um and they're and they're and then this is in the the Phoenix or the the Helios Hab. And uh and he's prepping for the the drill, right? Danny's prepping for the drilling. Ed has sent him over there. And he's got the little yippy dog, uh, who, which is, to be fair, annoying. Like, sure. if, if you heard that dog uh, over and over and over again, it would be annoying. You'd probably tell him to uh, turn it off. Uh, we know what Danny's going to do, and he does exactly what we think, which is he smashes it. Um, but uh, I also really like the moment where the nerdy guy is speaking Spanish to the Cuban yes. cosmonaut. Yeah. I just like, thought, I'd love to go to Cuba someday. I went uh, backpacking in Guatemala. Like, yeah, there's these cross-border, you know, yeah. relationships happening everywhere. Right, right. Um, I'll also point out, and I think this is a, an interesting point, that she's Cuban. Um, the track record of women as cosmonauts is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost entirely men who are cosmonauts. Um, that's, I think, a case where they got the first woman in space in order to claim that they got the first woman in space, but then their program is almost entirely men. So I think it's interesting here that the woman who's a cosmonaut is it's Cuban, not Cuban. Russian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kel- Kelly is mad at Ed because he is going to kill the Martian microbes. He's not testing well enough. She should really be in charge of this. She's worried that they're going to kill uh, or contaminate uh, the the chances of us understanding whether there is life on Mars or not. You know, it, killing the microbes is one thing, but it's also just like if you contaminate it with Earth stuff, then there's no way you can tell whether that they were native Martian microbes right. there or not because they're yeah. it's the Earth stuff. Also, I've seen the waters of Mars. The Doctor Who episode, <laughs> and uh, and who knows what's in that water? Be mm, careful. You want to drink news. that water? I don't know. Yeah. You got to analyze yeah. it. Yeah, be careful if there are microbes in it. It doesn't want to talk about Earth. Be stuff. careful. He he's not not interested. So he's not interested. so yeah. At least so that when 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 Danny smashes the little robot dog, the line that made me laugh is, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm thinking. Oh, so much. <laughs> I do want the, the iterated there's, list. There's. Uh, so much wrong yeah so ed kind of oh boy i have like ed seriously just eds this up basically which no. is like oh you're a you're a I, you're, I can't say any of the words that he would basically yeah. say but like you're is, weak you are not a man be a man come on yeah hit you're, me. he tells him they hit him and you're like ed please this is not the way to solve this problem no <laughs> no he he's so yeah he, my, he's my he's note doing says the macho, ed handles this in ed testosterone fashion yeah it, it's the macho uh astronaut bs thing um and he says i'm taking you off the flight i know what it looks like when somebody's on pills and he's right like he's finally seen through it and he's got it and and danny is doing a thing that i i suspect uh and this is a well done by the show i suspect is how danny has gotten by all along which is his sort of simpering yes sir no sir kind of thing that he's just that's it that's his his move is to back into that but he gets a little too sassy here yeah and and here's here's something i wanted to say is uh the actor who plays danny and we've been hitting on danny because danny is wearing the dunce cap that karen wore last year as the person doing stupid things on for all mankind um i think he in this scene especially he's doing He's doing a Michael Dorman impression here, basically. He is mm. so recognizable 
as Gordo, essentially, in this scene. I, there are several ways, turns of phrase and mannerisms, and I thought, I think he did a, I think he is doing a really good job here of doing some Michael Dorman business um, mm. to make you remember that this is, that this is Gordo's son and Gordo was also screwed up like Danny is. Um, interesting. Really, really, I just, I don't know. It, everybody else can use their own judgment, but I had several moments where I'm like, wow, I, I see it. Like, I, I think he yeah. is, yeah. He, that the actor is working hard to give us a little bit of a taste of the character's dad. Yeah, and I, I don't think any of our, our criticisms of Danny have necessarily been that the actor's performance no. isn't good. I think he's doing an excellent job. I, we I, just I don't like, that story is like, yeah. You're just like it's not cringy in the yeah. sense but of I, like I that. But it's like, oh god, I see where this is going. But I appreciate it even more now because I think he I think he's actually making an effort to be recognizably Gordo's son. And it's like, yeah, wow, yeah. that is that is really good. Cause like Jimmy is not recognizably anybody. He doesn't remind yes. me of Tracy, he doesn't remind me of Gordo. Danny reminds me of Gordo here a lot. And I think that's kind of important because he's interacting with Ed and for Ed, we need to see it sort of how Ed sees it, which is Ed is Ed, Ed is caught up in Danny being Gordo's legacy and it's yeah. and the old days and all of those things. And what Ed has, has missed up until now is that Gordo was also kind of a disaster. Right. And at, at times in his life and that Danny is. So yeah, Ed, Ed overdoes it here, but he does take him off the flight, which is good. Um, but he's then he leaves him to run communications, then, and I have questions about why would you do that if you can tell he is high as a kite? Yeah, and I, I know. And, and I mean, later on, there's or, or a, tell, a moment. Tell the nerdy guy and, and everybody else who's back at the base, like, like I'm confining Danny to quarters. You have to do it. But like to make himself yeah, he, useful, I think I think it's still him trying to be like, maybe I can find some way to salvage him right. here. Yeah. And you, no, you can't. You can't do that. I I yeah. I have a scene later on where my notes in all caps. Uh, are why would you leave him in charge of anything? It, but yes, you're right. Ed, Ed is trying to protect him still, and that that is literally going to possibly get Ed killed. Get, maybe we'll get see. Some people <laughs> killed, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I I think I said a couple of weeks back that like there was a non-zero chance that Danny tries to kill Ed and makes it look like an accident. And I was thinking, like, I was not far off. It's kind so, of inverted from that, but yeah. So what I find fascinating is in that moment when Ed and Danny are are confronting each other and he says hit me and it's pathetic and Danny goes into the 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 bathroom and hits himself Self, and all yeah. of that, right? What I think is interesting is hovering over all of this is that at any point Danny can say you know I'm the one who broke up your marriage. Yeah. And he hasn't done it yet, but in that moment where Ed's confronting him and basically in front of other people is basically tearing him apart and saying he's not a real man and all of these things, I thought, now? <laughs> is it going to be now? <laughs> because like you, you, he's hurting you so much. And I think maybe Danny's not thinking clearly. And obviously he has enough self-loathing that he's hitting himself in, in the mirror and all of that. But like... That is hovering over all of this, which is yeah. Danny. If you pushed, if if even if it's all deserved, if Ed puts pushes Danny too far, Dan, that is the atomic bomb that Danny can set off. Yeah. Yep. And it's not going to go well. Just to hurt or him, is it? Right. Literally, just to hurt him. Yeah. Just just yeah. to to put a crack in Ed's macho uh, facade 
by saying this loser who you're yelling at, I'm the one who slept with your wife and ruined your marriage. Uh, which then has, you know, then it's going to hit Karen too. And the whole, the whole thing. Um, but we got, we got to leave that for like the, the finale. It feels I, like that's, the- I guess, uh, if, if, if people survive to the finale, Dan, I don't know. So they're drilling for know. water. Danny's taking pills. Don't rely on Danny. I write in my notes, but, yeah. but our friend, the nerd is like, I got to go run the numbers. So you're on comms duty here, Danny. Just make sure that you're bleeding off the pressure and all of these things, which I have some questions about, about like why there would be any remote control from the, the, the hab from the drill site. But you know, they remote control stuff. I guess I'll, I'll go. And they're like, Oh, we got to do this. You got to boost the pressure speed or something like that. And Danny is, Spaced out. Spaced out. And then he turns the comms power off so you can't hear them anymore because he's tired of them making noise in his ears. He just turns it off. And by the time... Age rise and rises. Yeah. So by the time the nerdy guy comes back, he's like, what is going on? And he he sees the thing and he says, what do you do? You know, what did you do? What's your problem, basically? What did you do? And uh, so what happens is there's a, you know, the, the drilling accident happens and there's kind of a explosion and two people are injured it's ed and the cuban i believe yeah and they uh so they they have to come back because they're they're trying to right because her suit is deflating and it's not like space there's there's some atmospheric pressure but it's not great you it's not enough so you know you can pinch hold it or whatever but like they need to get them back clearly you've been more than that for medical bleeding potentially right so so medical uh, emergency. So they hop back I, down in the hopper really quick. I, I think that that scene incidentally is well shot too, because it's something where the, as with the disasters earlier on that we've seen in space, it's done silently, right? Like we see that we do see the drill kind of explode, right? but there's no sound or anything. Right. We don't there, have the context to know other than it's going to go. Right. There would be a little sound on Mars. Sure. It would be a little bit, but yeah, it's it's um it's that same feeling of oh no, <laughs> there it goes. Um, so I like the I also like the moment that they they basically have to rush back to the, the little hopper and take it down and then try to rush people to the Habs or to the to the rovers to the Habs and all of that. And that's when the big thing happens, which is guess what? Uh, it, it wasn't just that explosion. They have also essentially triggered a landslide. Earthquake um, is what I'm calling it. Sure, it's not an earthquake. It's I mean, not I, wrote, earth- I wrote down an avalanche, an but it's not an avalanche. It's a landslide. Um, yeah, uh, and it is coming down. And uh, Ed is with um, Danny oh, with Danny because Danny has yeah. come out there to to try and have help uh, everybody out. Uh, and they actually diverge from where they're going to go into one of the rovers because they know that the debris is going to come down. Uh, too fast for them to get anywhere else. And Ed is slow because he's wounded. So they get into a rover. A bunch of the other people are running across. It's kind of unclear what happens to them. Although I fear yeah. for our friend, Alexi. I fear yeah. for our, Ke- our friend Kelly's boyfriend, Kelly's, Kelly's boyfriend, because he's, he's obscured by dust as yeah. the landslide reaches them, which is um, not great. Doesn't mean he's dead, nope. but he may be dead. So maybe dead. Yeah. So Mars Disaster. is not that much safer than space, everyone. This is what you should take away from it. <laughs> Maybe in the beginning of the next episode, uh, then the water all pours out and floods them all. <laughs> <laughs> Ironic to drown to death on Mars. On Mars. <laughs> of um, all places. Yeah. Yeah. That is a uh, that is a heck of an ending, uh, as we've come to expect from this show at times. Um, but it is... 
it is horrific that scene of the like all the the cliff basically just falling away and everybody oh, yeah. just being like oh no oh no <laughs> this right. is this is super bad <laughs> Um, yeah, and this is a and show so, about disasters in space. So part here of we me are. wonders if a big chunk of the next episode is not going to be essentially Danny and Ed buried Locked. together in the rover. Yep. Uh, it's a bottle episode, everyone. Yep. <laughs> uh, and some some unpleasant truths might come to light. Mm, yeah, possibly, maybe so. And uh, it's going to be that, or you know, one of them's going to kill the other one. <laughs> and Ed's injured, and Danny's high, and. You know what's what's some truths may come out. Yeah, I think they're gonna have right. to uh, they have to flip over that flip chart sign about number of days since the last murder on Mars. I think. Yeah, um, maybe so. Yeah, it's been inf- it's an infinite number, but it's gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, we our humans show up there, and it's like three days later. Yeah, we've everybody. killed somebody. We've we've made a landslide. Um, yeah, boy. Yeah, let's ruin a second planet in our solar system. And presumably, the yeah the uh, we're gonna lose more uh, more people. I would I would think whether it's yeah. uh, it's just Alexi or there are others, there's going to be more of that, and we're going to end up in a situation where you know maybe uh, I, I would assume that what's going to end up happening is that the NASA people are going to have to render assistance to the people at the landslide right. site. Yeah, but the Russians are the only ones with a doctor, I believe. Yeah, because it's a, NASA lost their lost doctor, their doctor. So. Yeah. yeah, so this is the this is the challenge, right? Is they're gonna they um I I think we've we've been saying since the beginning, one of the messages of this show seems to be by the way, it's called for all mankind, right? I I think one of the messages is you gotta work together to survive. You gotta everybody's gotta come together. And we're all in different you know, with different interests, and there's three different interests this season, which is interesting. In the end, they're all going to have to work together using all the resources that they have on Mars in order to survive. I think that's definitely where we're going with this because now, now the boring people over at NASA are actually going to have to save them. Essentially, I think that it's hard hard to imagine that that's not going to come into it. Next I wonder week. if they're going to get some water out of that. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, idea. So I tense. A lot of tension. A lot yeah. of questions. Bring it down. You bring they it brought all it down. down. They brought down they the brought whole. The, brought down the hammer. Whole uh, side of the of the of the val- of Mariner Valley uh, wall there. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, this show is is uh, big with the big finishes, isn't it? <laughs> it's not pulling any punches. That's for sure. <laughs> well, three more to go this season, and uh, I'm imagining there'll be one more. I feel like their pattern is very much, you know, you 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 set up and climax and aftermath and and we just have the another climax. So there's going to be aftermath and then presumably some more setup and excitement. I assume they are going to come home at the end of the season, but that's not necessarily yeah, I don't the case. Know. I, I still think even if that's the case, I'm not sure everybody makes it well, or sure. decides to go home. Right. The, yeah, I that's mean, the question is, will are they, you know, is the plan to leave people behind? Do they have the ability to do that or not? I'm not sure they do. Um, I do wonder if what they're going to do is show everybody sort of say, we can, we've got this set up and then we do another time jump at the very end, like we did last season, and show that now it's now there's a Mars colony and it's on to I, I, Jupiter or something. Part of I don't me know. still has this sense that I think Ed might have to like sacrifice himself at some point to like 
This is the season, right? To get home, He's, yeah. Joel Kinnaman really can't play older than I, this. It's already yeah. kind of ridiculous. So I think I, this you're is gonna the have him maybe in a cameo or something if he decide if he lives. But I don't think he's. I don't think that's how Ed goes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he. Maybe he. Uh, he saves saves the day and sacrifices himself or something like that. I think that's entirely possible. That's my, that's my theory. All right. Well, we'll find out. But uh, but that's it for this episode of uh, For All Mankind and of the NASA vending machine. Um, if, you're, as, if you're listening out there, For All Mankind producers, vending machine on Mars. That's all we're saying. Yeah, that's clear. Keep in mind, next Mars season, vending, vending machine. machine. Yeah, or at least, I mean, I just can't believe that they, the set dressers didn't put a vending machine in the hallway at Johnson's Snacks. Prison. Uh, did they not love it like we did? I guess they didn't. I guess not. That's I guess too bad. not. All right, well. Everybody kept knocking stuff over from the vending machine onto the floor while they were stealing other things. Mm. So that was the problem. <laughs> Got to knock stuff over. That's the secret. All right, episode eight next week. Uh, we'll be back for that. And until then, thanks for listening, everybody. And thank you, Dan. Thanks for you, Jason. Jason.